Welcome to Turn the Volume Up podcast. I'm your host, Susan Hay, and I'm a college dropout and beauty industry pro that grew from zero clients to a seven-figure business. Each episode, I'll bring you business growth trainings, social media strategies, and real-life lessons of building a business the bootstrapping way. If you're ready for elevated conversations about the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship, then turn the volume up, gorgeous. Welcome back to Turn the Volume Up podcast. I'm your host, Susan Hay, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. These episodes and crafting these episodes bring me so much joy. I get so excited mapping them out for you, and I've got a really, really action-packed, power-packed episode for you today because if you didn't know, we are now in the fourth quarter of the year. It's Q4, and that means that the end of the year is right around the corner. And for a lot of people out there that are entrepreneurs, that means that you have goals that you want to reach, that you are chasing, you are running towards those right now. And I just thought that this episode would be so helpful because ultimately, when we come into this time of the year, we're either crushing it or maybe we've bombed it and we've fallen short. And so today I have an episode to help everybody out there essentially um, finish this year feeling so damn good about the efforts that they put in. And that's really at the end of the day, what it comes down to is us stepping into being the highest version of ourself so that we can be proud of what we've accomplished. And so today's episode is all about setting those Q4 goals and ending the year on a high note. Now, let's jump into this episode, and if you are tracking to hit your goals, or maybe you're not far behind, then this first little segment is going to be for you. Now, I just had a really amazing coaching call with a business who is tracking $1 million this year. They are going to become a seven-figure business, and it was so cool to coach her and chat through you know, what's in front of them, and she knew the numbers. She knew, listen, we're, gonna, we're tracking to be a about, I think she said about 25k away. So, you know, in the fourth quarter of the year, it's like you want to know that so that you can figure out what your next moves are. And so that's what this episode is all about today. It's going to be kind of like a choose your own adventure. I know I'm aging myself by saying that, but if you ever read the choose your own adventure books, then you know that you're going to get to pick from here. You get to pick what action you're going to take and the outcome that comes from that is ultimately on you. And so here we go. If you are tracking to hit goals or maybe you're not far behind, These are the steps that you need to take at this point in the year. Number one, you need to celebrate. All right. How many of us out there hit the marker or get really, really close to it? We never stop to celebrate. We move the marker. Oh, now what? What's next? Oh, I hit that goal. Now what's next? Oh, that's such a bad habit for us to get into. And I want you to know I did it for years. I constantly move the marker. So if this is you right now, you are tracking to hit your goals or you're not far behind, I need you to stop and have a little party. 
okay? A little party, something to celebrate all the hard work that has led you to this part of the year where, where you've done it. All right, so that's number one. We have to celebrate. Now, the next thing that we need to know is we need to know how far behind are we? How close are we? And this is where it's usually helpful for us to pull up our numbers and just do a simple subtraction of how far away are we? Another thing that we probably want to know is um, based off of our monthly average, what like, you know, how, how far off are we from reaching those goals? And so essentially this comes down to us doing an audit of our business. And this is kind of like really determining what the health of your business is and what your earning potential is. And so I'm going to give you a few questions. If you're driving, you might want to come back to this, but if you're not, you might want to take some notes. So what we want to find out is what is your Q4 earning potential? All right. So number one is we want to ask ourselves what's working, right? What is working in our business? What has worked this this year so far? Is there something new that you implemented that really just like helped catapult your sales or um, protect your energy, right? What's working? We also want to know what's not working. If there's something that's not working for you right now, then can we remove some dead weight, whether it be people, places, things that we're doing, and become a more efficient business in the last part of Q4? Another thing to ask yourself is, do you have any launches coming up? If you are in direct sales, maybe you are looking at, okay, is there a specific product that's launching that I know is going to drive sales? Or maybe you're a coach or um, you're in the beauty industry and you know that the holidays are super busy. I could go on and on, but it is important for you to know, do you have any launches coming up that you need to prepare for, that you can prepare what those projections, what that revenue injection is going to look like. And you could take that question just a little bit further and ask yourself, are you heading into a winter or a summer season? I certainly have seasons in my business that feel like winter. The sales are really low. And oftentimes that's because I'm not actively selling anything. So if you're in a winter season, then your tactics to hit those projections are going to look a little bit different than if you're in a summer season. So from here, once you answer these questions, you can create your actions that you're going to take. And I'm going to give you a list of things to consider so that you can multiply and maximize in this last part of the year so that you can crush those goals. Number one, can you become more efficient in what you are currently doing? Are there ways that you can free up your time, your energy, your money, you know, what is it? There's always some way that we can become more efficient. Now, I just did a financial audit of my business to look and see what where I could cut expenses. So for you, you might be looking at how you can cut expenses. And that is simply going through maybe starting with your credit card statements or your bank statements and seeing, do you have reoccurring subscription charges that don't need to be there? Right? Maybe you're trying to increase your profitability because we know that doing this type of action isn't going to increase your revenue, but it is going to increase your profitability. 
I also found that some of my accounting charges each month were kind of high. And so I went to my bookkeeper and I negotiated and said, hey, is there a way that we can cut this in half? What can I do to help us get there? And we were able to open up a conversation where I was able to um, communicate that I was looking to uh, make sure that my business looked a lot more profitable this year. Not always my strategy, by the way. We'll save that for another podcast episode. But right now I am trying to have the most profitable business possible. So that's number one. Can you become more efficient in what you are currently doing? And this extends, like I said, past money. Are there ways that you could use your time in a more efficient way? Are there ways that you can use your team? If you have a team that you could use their support to be more efficient. Now, a perfect example that I want to share with you is the business that I mentioned that's going to hit seven figures this year. And on our last call, we sat down to figure out how to get her to a million dollars because this is a huge milestone in a business and it feels so good to hit it. And so my stance when we started this conversation was not to reinvent the wheel and um, complicate things and generate all these new things that she would now have to manage, but it was to basically look at what she had in front of her right then that she could do to become more efficient. And so ultimately what we came up with which I believe is going to help close the gap for her, is they were planning on doing a price increase after the new year. And I thought, why would you wait until the new year? I know that that's logical. And I know that uh, from the consumer brain, um, sometimes we think that's logical. But ultimately, at the end of the day, our consumers, our clients, our customers, they don't care when the price increase happens as long as we give them notice. And so we were able to work out a plan to where the price increase that they deserved, they definitely deserved it, was going to go into effect two months earlier, meaning that they were going to get to reap the benefits of that price increase, thus increasing their revenue. So we got them one step closer to closing the gap on $1 million just by bumping up their schedule for doing the price increase. So if that is an option in your business, then that's something you might want to consider if you haven't done a price increase in a while. Another thing that we set up for this business is we set up um, some in-person networking events that we know have always been successful for that business, and we were able to calculate what that would equate in new revenue for the business. And ultimately, I believe that we did work out the pathway for this business to hit seven figures, and I can tell you, I will be celebrating with them. I will be sending them champagne in the mail to celebrate and cheers to them hitting that big milestone. Now, the next question that we can ask ourselves is, is there a way for our team to become more efficient? And this requires us to just look around and audit what is our team doing? You know, what is your team doing for you? And how could they potentially be more efficient in the pursuit of these revenue goals that you're trying to reach? Another thing that you could do is you could launch a new offer. So if you are truly in a place where you're behind and you need to get that revenue, you need to hit those numbers, then could you launch a new offer that's irresistible? Um, If you already know your niche really well, if you know your ideal client and you have a backlog of content already prepared, then you could launch a course 
or a masterclass or some sort of something that you teach because education is huge right now. In fact, I want to say, I had this figure on the tip of my tongue, but by 2025, it is supposed to be like a multi-billion dollar industry, um, the e-commerce, e-learning, sorry, e-learning um, business model. So is there something that you could teach? Could you launch a new offer? Right now I have a gal in uh, one of my programs who um, does crafting. So I mean, with her, it's like, oh, we could look at is there like a new craft kit that could be launched? And so that's something that you can ask for yourself. Could you promo an existing offer? That would be another thing. What offers do you currently have if you're not looking to launch a new one? And could you promo? Could you add a promo to an existing offer so that you can get that cash infusion that you need? And then, of course, the final question that you'll probably want to ask yourself is if your sales are low and maybe you're under your projections, how do you drive more traffic to you? How do you get more traffic to you? And a great way to do this is to look at collaborations. Look at people who maybe are in different industries than you, but perhaps you have similar ideal clients and your topics, your what you teach or what you share could have some overlap to it. And it would be great for you to drive more traffic by doing a collaboration in that way. And of course, there's a million ways where you can drive more traffic to you, but that's just kind of like one that you can take and you can run with. And if you spend a little time brainstorming on this, I'm sure you'll come up with more. But this is your your toolkit, your action item list, your business audit. If you are coming into Q4 and it's looking like you're going to hit your goals or you're not too far behind, it's not a big stretch, that is your list of action items that you're going to take. Now, what if you bombed, right? What if you bombed it this year? Let's say life happened and everything came off the rails. I could think of a bazillion different ways that I could present this picture to you. But I, and I can also tell you, and I'm going to share with you how I found myself in this situation back in 2017. Now, I had been, at that point, I was nine years in, I think, to owning my brick-and-mortar salon, and we pretty much hit or exceeded projections every single year. I had not yet had a year in business that I didn't meet my projections. But as I came into Q4 in 2017, we were 40K under our projections heading into the slowest season of the year for us. And it sucked. It did not feel good. And the writing was on the wall. This was such a hard year in business. I had eight resignations in eight months. My team fell apart. I was in my salon working every single day next to my team, and I had a manager running the business. Now, I take 100% responsibility because I was the owner of the business, but there were a lot of things happening that I wasn't seeing when I was working in the trenches, seeing clients in the daily operations. And ultimately, that is a huge reason why I had eight resignations in eight months. I did not see all the blind spots in the business, and I left that up to a manager. And so ultimately, what happened was I had to reconfigure my team. I had to clean house, get rid of the bad morale, and I had to take radical responsibility for my role as the owner of this business. And ultimately, through doing that, um, 
we closed the gap down, that that gap of 40K under projections, we were able to close that gap down to $19,000. So we finished the year $19,000 under our projections, which for an almost, at that point in time, almost seven-figure business is peanuts. But it's, it's, it's the pride, right? And so we were able to close the gap down to 19K. And all of that is to say that we were under projections. But here is what I gained in that year, in that process of going through that. I had a better understanding of how to not repeat that, how not to repeat that year. I also had a new management team that had passion and excitement and new energy, and that renewed the team morale. And you cannot put a price tag on a team that is fully invested in a mission. But I also had more peace because I finally could trust that things were running even when I wasn't in my business. And so having that radical responsibility really led me to the lessons that I needed to learn. And so if you find yourself in this situation right now where you've bombed, you don't think you're going to hit those projections, like it's so far away, here's a couple things that I want you to keep in mind. Number one, one person can change your business. That's number one. One person can change your business. So don't give up yet. Don't say, oh my gosh, it'll never happen because truly one person, one connection can change our business. We are just one person, one connection away from things looking completely different. So that's a great thing to keep in mind. Number two, anything is possible. I live in a world where absolutely anything is possible. And so even in that year where I had $40,000 deficit, I still believed that anything was possible. I was like, we could close this gap. You just never know. And it's really, really important for you to shift your mindset to there instead of living in doom and gloom because doom and gloom is only going to attract more doom and gloom. I also want to remind you that you are not your numbers. All right, so just because you're falling short in your numbers does not make you any less of a leader, does not make you any less of an entrepreneur. It does not make you a failure. And I know sometimes it's so easy for us to think that if we have maybe a launch that gets crickets or we don't hit the sales quota that we've set for ourselves or we come into the end of the year, especially with so much pressure and messaging out there around hitting goals. I just want you to know that you are not your numbers alone. And in fact, I find one of the best teachers in my lifetime has been my failure. Never, ever has it been my success. So just know that if you are in the the lane where you're bombing it, you have so much opportunity in the lessons that you are going to learn. Now, if you can't make up the deficit, then my question to you is how close can you get to making up that deficit? Because the all or nothing mentality is never going to serve you for the greater things that you desire. So right now, if you're in a place where you're like, oh, I might as well just give up. Like this year's a wash. I'll just try again next year. I am going to tell you right now, you will continue to repeat that same pattern in your business and probably in the way you approach other things in your life. And so while it's nice to get that prize at the very end of accomplishment, there's also a lot to be said for pouring it on 
pouring yourself in, digging deep, finding your highest self, and finishing the year regardless of the reward that you thought you were going to get. So it's really important that we ditch that all or nothing mentality and look at it from a lens of how close can I close this deficit? How close can I get even if I don't hit it? So um, the other thing that I did not mention that that's, that slipped my mind is in that year of, um, of 2017 where I had a 40K deficit and I closed it down to 19K, I mentioned to you all the things that I gained from that year, but also one of the things that I learned in that year was about my own personal currencies, that my energy, my money, my time, and my health all has a value to it. And I forgot to mention to you guys that in that, uh, that I had a baby, I was pregnant with my son Rocco in that year. And so I delivered him in January of uh, 2018. And so I was pregnant, very pregnant during one of the hardest quarters in a year. And it didn't kill me. I survived it and I came out on top and I learned so much, including what my value was when it came to my own energy, my own money, my own time and my own health. And so as I mentioned to you, one of the things that I was able to do was to take radical responsibility to learn the lessons that I needed to learn. And one of the things that we can do, and I've learned this from other mentors in the past, when we fall short, is to confess, reassess, and recommit. Confess to where you fell short, what you did wrong, where you brought excuses to the table. Reassess how you could do it differently the next time around, and recommit to your mission. That is the pathway for radical responsibility and getting a different outcome. Confess, reassess, and recommit. And the beautiful thing when we fail, when we bomb it, is that we will find out what kind of leader we are in that storm. And that's so revealing. It's such a gift to be able to have that. And of course, as I said to you before, failure really is the best teacher. I have had so many successes in my lifetime, and yes, those feel good, but the failures are the ones that really shape me into the next level of who I'm going to be to hit that next level of goals that I set for myself. And so I hope that this episode today was helpful for you as you head into the fourth quarter, as you look to the end of the year and you think about December 31st, 2021, I want you to come into the end of this year feeling so amazing for what you put into it. And yes, the prize at the end, reaching the goal feels amazing. I don't want to take away from that. But I also don't want us to forget that there's so much more to just that number. There is the warrior that is made on the journey to the top of that mountain. And we cannot lose sight of that if we are going to continue to evolve and hit new levels of success. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. I hope that you will give me feedback. Let me know. Leave a five-star review. Reach out to me. Let me know what are you going to be doing in your business to bridge the gap if you're behind? Or what are you going to do to celebrate when you hit those goals at the end of this year? Thank you so much for being here today to invest in your next level. And I will see you guys in the next episode.